in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other once scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh. Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And welcome into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The Sportsocracy. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We are in the Ingalls studio. There is no live stream today in case anybody is uh, is wondering about that. We had some technical issues. We'll have that back up and running in no time. But uh, you can always find us at thesportocracy.com. We are live in the Ingalls studio and always brought to you by Ingalls. Low prices, love the savings, huge doings in the NFL. Once again today, another crazy trade in this just wild NFL offseason. Yeah, the Miami Dolphins that we talked about yesterday, that, hey, you know, they, I mean, they've helped themselves, but mm-hmm. they're still a middling team. Uh, in 24 hours, they added the best free agent left tackle that was still available in Toronto mm-hmm. Armstead. Yep. And then traded for Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Top five wide receiver in the NFL, and they're going to be able to do a lot of things. Uh, the, the number one thing is no more excuses. We have no more excuses of Tua Tungavailoa. If you can't be successful with the weapons that you now have around you, uh, you got a big, you got a big major problem. But that's but that's exactly what Mike McDaniel said when he's ta- when he's taking the job. I am going to get the most out of Tua Tungavailoa, and so how do I do that? I beef up my offensive line. I give him more weapons to play with. Uh, I give him a running game. What's left? Uh, quarterback. You still need one of those. <laughs> so this is the so Miami is now the Cleveland of 2020. Uh, they have the greatest lawn ornaments of any dilapidated trailer in the NFL. I mean, be, t- be really honest with yourself. All right, t- so you we got Tyreek Hill, we got Toronto. Yeah. Said, Yay! Where are they finishing the AFC? You like them better than Buffalo? No. Do you like them better than New England? Honestly. Yes. See how you had to hesitate? I do. Because I don't disagree with you. I would yeah. have them narrowly ahead of New England. That's exactly where I did. When I when I went I went back and I looked at the power rankings. We did the power rankings yesterday. I was like, oh well now Miami has to move. And I had them at like eighteen. I was like, well, that's gotta jump them to the top twelve, right? Nope. No, it doesn't. It really didn't. It moved them up three spots in and, my and, power rankings. And I want to look at this conversely from the opposite side. Uh-huh. I don't think Kansas City even really cares. We got five picks for a non-quarterback. True. And and what's your tagged? All right, so now you have 29 and 30 in, in, in the first round. Mm-hmm. All I'm going to do is go get Jamison Williams. Mm-hmm. And Chris Olave or whoever. Uh, uh, Jamison Williams would be the one I would be after because he does exactly the same thing Tyreek Hill does. Mm-hmm. He's much cheaper. Yep. I, I've heard a lot of talk, oh, now Kansas City's going to finish fourth in that division. No, no they, they are not. No, they won't. I've considered that as well. I had them in my top five, and I went, where does this move them? Well, I'm not going to move them right now because I trust in that front office, much like I do with the Green Bay Packers. They don't have weapons right now. They're going to figure it out. The Kansas City Chiefs are the exact same way. Wide receiver has become a glorified, higher-paid version of running back. There are so many receivers in this league 
Is Tyreek Hill an impact player? Absolutely. Let me let me throw a little stat at you. Last year, Tua Tungavaloa played 13 games. Mm-hmm. How many passes did he throw? Throw. Not were completed. How many passes did he throw that went over 30 yards in the air? Over 30 yards? I mean, you would think in I'd 388 say, attempts, there'd have to be, you know, 20. 15. It's 11. Yeah. It's 11. Yeah. So now you have these two elite burners. The only problem is that you have one of the worst deep ball throwers in the league. So cute. We're going to play this little, we'll get them the ball in space and see what they can do. Yeah. And that's fine. That will lead you to a very wonderfully respectable eight and nine and miss the playoffs. Ouch. Good for you. Yeah. And that AFC, it's, it is quite possible. Oh, I don't think, I, I don't just think it's possible. I think it's entirely likely. Tyreek Hill's a name and mm-hmm. he's a great player. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Now he makes $30 million a year. And for me, I'm good. My Jets were involved in this, and I'm not going to lie. For the first five minutes, I went, you know, that would make it a lot more fun to play with them on Madden. It's not going to make us a contender, but at least it would be fun. I could buy a jersey. Right. And then I caught myself going, oh, yeah, I'm doing that fan thing. Mm -hmm. I'm doing that thing I rail on all the time. Uh, Of the interest of your team just really doesn't matter that much. And that's where I'm at with Tyreek Hill. The you interest gave up of a, your team doesn't matter much. What does that I mean? would much rather be a really boring team. Think about this, and it's going to sound weird when it comes out of my mouth, and then I'll explain it to you. Okay. How boring are the Kansas City Chiefs now? Take away the people related to Patrick Mahomes. How boring is that franchise? Oh, very much. How boring are the Baltimore Ravens? Yeah. I would argue they're four of the, two of the four most likely teams in the AFC to win it. But, but you get the, the sure. Miami Dolphins there. Yeah, Tyron Armstead, Tyron Gill. Look at all the look at all the toys we have. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and and what now? The Buffalo Bills question. are boring. Yeah, Josh Allen. I mean, and look, of I stuff love Josh Allen. He's dull as dishwater, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. These flashy signings, they never work out. And that deal's going to age like a dairy product. But what gets me is what you gave up. And the the, the report's out now that, and this has obviously been going on through the iHeart building all day because Sports Freak Brian Hall's a Dolphins fan. Oh, and he is on cloud nine. Well, when he came down here and told us this, I I made a call. The Jets were never giving up a one. Mm -hmm. And I respect that. Right. I, I mean, respect that. I mean, the story came out that Tyreek Hill and the Chiefs could not come to an agreement on a contract extension. So they have given him permission to seek a trade. And then the next report I saw after that was Chiefs are seeking two first-round draft picks for Tyreek Hill. And, and, and then five minutes later, it changed to something else. And then it changed to, oh, well, maybe the Jets will give up one or, or uh, four or ten. Which I immediately told you, not happening. No. And when the report finally came out, uh, no, the Jets were not in to give up one of those top 10 picks. The Jets offered 35, they Mm -hmm. offered 39, they offered their third round pick. Mm -hmm. And then they would have been done. That's out. And this is going to sound strange. I would have liked that better from the Jets' perspective than the way I like it with Miami. Why? Zach Wilson has a big arm. Mm -hmm. All right, he has, and for all of his quibbles, he does have one of the better deep ball arms in the league. So you give him a Tyreek Hill that can go over the top. Elijah Moore that I really feel good about. 
you've beefed up the offensive line. Now I look at it and go, you're giving him a chance. I look at Tua Tungavailoa and you've got Jalen Waddle and and you've got Tyreek Hill and that's all hunky dunky. Mm-hmm. You might as well have two Maserati sitting in the driveway and you can't drive a stick. <laughs> Somebody shared on our Discord a, a picture of two Lamborghinis yeah. in the in the driveway of, of, a, of a of a of a double a, wide. Uh, yeah, that's it. wasn't even double wide; it was a single wide with two two carports on either side of it. Like this is now the Miami Dolphins, and while it's hilarious, I don't necessarily agree. You know me; I've always been a Tua apologist. Of the first year, he didn't look good because the that was not the offense that they wanted to run. He was a rookie; they didn't want to take the training wheels off. We saw him be capable of of stretching the field in college so he could do that in the NFL. Can he be terribly accurate at it? No, we haven't seen that yet. But I had the same questions about Josh Allen of his downfield accuracy was the biggest knock on him late, you know, early in his career. Well, Josh and Allen's then, biggest and, problem was he held the ball too long. I never doubted his arm. Mm-hmm. Anybody that watched Josh Allen with that kid's got a cannon. Sure, but it was the accuracy that was the problem. And yeah. then he gets Stephon Diggs, and guess what? Oh, that just went away. And, and say, I don't think it's going to happen with Tua. I, I just don't. They picked on a schedule at the, back ha- at the back half of last year. They picked on a schedule of bad teams. And now I feel like that has changed their the, the way they view themselves. That and one great big free agency spend. Because they're the winners of uh, of the offseason. I, I don't think that's even uh, a stretch. Yeah, sure. It's them, the Chargers. I would put the Bengals in there. The Raiders. Yeah, but that was a trade. They didn't uh, – I mean, yeah, you added Chandler Jones, but uh, – okay, throw them in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I don't look at any of those teams now drastically differently than I did. I said last year I thought the Chargers would be the Bengals of this year. Mm-hmm. Actually, I started the opposite way of that, and then right. I realized that nope, got the right teams, put them in the wrong order. Yep. I, Miami's what the the second best team in their division, mm-hmm. probably the ninth best team in their conference. I'd say and that's now you're accurate. really expensive. Mm-hmm. It just it doesn't move me, but I feel like this is a trend now in the NFL. Of teams are just absolutely punting on draft picks because they looked at the Rams. Oh, the Rams did it. Yeah, the, the Rams are going to the, the Rams are going to age like milk. Mm-hmm. Soon as the the end of that Matthew Stafford extension he just signed, that team's not going to be good. But I think that's where Kansas City was coming from. Was Kansas City's weird. looking at this from the long play. Yeah, of we have a fifty million dollar a year quarterback now. I can't afford to spend thirty million dollars on a receiver. Bingo. I can find a receiver anywhere in mm-hmm. this offense. In this offense, I can find a receiver anywhere. Demarcus Robinson was a usable receiver in this in this offense, and especially in this draft, in this draft class, where and, now you have two back end of the first round picks. You got number fifty tacked on to whatever else you got, you know, coming down the line. You got what was it four picks in the top sixty nine? I think it was that now Kansas City has at their disposal to be able to retool around Patrick Mahomes, which is the one thing that you were going to have to do if you're going to pay him that much because you're not getting rid of Travis Kelsey. And there are a slew of teams that are going to do that. Mm-hmm. But see, I look at Travis Kelsey much the way I say, the same way I look at Devontae Adams. They do something that very few players do. They do everything. There is nothing that either of those players do not do positively at the position they play. True. Tyreek Hill is a speed burner. Mm-hmm. Fastest player, flat, fastest receiver in the NFL. Great. You really think he's going to be as good in Miami as he was in Kansas City? Because you're paying him that way. 
And to me, this is just the haves and the have-nots in the NFL. Kansas City looks at it and goes, well, we've been to three AFC championship games in a row. Guess we should just pay Tyreek Hill. No. No. I don't think we're going to do that. I think we're going to replace him with a rookie-scale wide receiver and we'll be just hunky-dunky. And the Miami Dolphins that are obsessed with, we haven't, been, we haven't won a playoff game and I couldn't tell you how long, and we have to be relevant. You go get the splashy hire. This is what the NFL has become. The smart teams look at the dumb teams and go, you do it. We'll, we'll hand you our problem. We'll hand you this, this headache that we have. Because people, I've yet to hear one person yet say, you know, Tyreek Hill has a very checkered history. Let, let's be kind about this. Yeah, but it's been, I, I mean, that was three in, years ago. It hadn't been oh, as long that's, as you thought. I had completely forgotten. I was only thinking about the reason that he got kicked out of college. Yeah. I wasn't thinking oh, about no. the other deal. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. yeah. The and, airport and I'm not thing. casting any aspersions here. I'm just saying you need to mentally look at that and go, ooh, there's a lot of risk here. And I don't really see the reward. Mm-hmm. It would be one thing if it was the, I'm trying to think of a team that that would want to do this. It would be one thing if the Green Bay Packers did this. I'm in a short window. I've got uh, Aaron Rodgers a couple years in my title window. Did this open or shut a title window for the Miami Dolphins? No. Then there's no excuse to give five draft picks up for it. I don't care if three of them are in the fourth round. I mean, it might have cracked open a window. But okay, you tell me the you tell me the path. I mean, Tua comes into his own, has a crazy you know a okay, crazy leap ceiling? here. What's his ceiling with these two his receivers? Ceiling. What's the best he can be? He can be a top blank receiver or, or quarterback, quarterback in the NFL. I'd say fourteen. So, so, he's so top best half. case scenario, I, I, you have a top half of the NFL quarterback. I mean, yeah, when you because well, you got to consider all of the other quarterbacks that are that are you know included in this list kind of my point right it's kind of the whole point now this is why you have draft nerds like me think of how differently you would view this if you'd taken justin herbert instead of to a tongue oh no doubt now you're you're a you're contender team. yeah absolutely so miami is the new cleveland of the nfl of the AFC. I hadn't thought of it that way, mm-hmm. but that's a phenomenal comparison. Well, exa- as soon as you said it, that's the one thing that we've been harping on the Cleveland Browns about is they've got all of this talent and your quarterback's going to hold you back. So are we, are we what, you know, 10 months away from seeing Tua take a similar path to Baker? Oh, no doubt. No doubt. This t- if, if what happens with the Dolphins happens next year the way that I think it will, They'll be the team next year that's looking to make that move. Yeah. Miami Dolphins trading today with the Kansas City Chiefs to get Tyreek Hill. They had to give up five draft picks for it. They're giving up number 29 in the first round, number 50 in the second round, a fourth round pick, and a fourth and a sixth next year. And on top of that, they had to give Tyreek Hill the contract extension four years 120 million dollars and i'm looking at who they play next year and look i understand there's a lot of offseason left i understand there's a lot of moves to be made be really honest with yourself you play at the ravens you play at the Bengals. you play the bills twice you play the patriots twice let's say you split those. yeah that's five losses already steelers packers vikings at the chargers at the 49ers 
That's a lot, a lot of losable games. That's a lot of possible. And there's not a lot of New York Jets, Detroit Lions, Mm -hmm. Houston Texans. End of list. So you're still going to be pushing 10 and 7, best case scenario. Best case scenario. Everything goes your way. You're 10 and 7. You're a road team in the first round of the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't see them chasing down the Buffalo Bills at the top of that division. I don't either. And. It's going to be a continued dogfight to make it. And the, the Cleveland Browns the AFC, comparison is so apt. The more yeah. I'm thinking about that, it is so apt. And I could see it ending the exact same mm-hmm. way. Had, the, had things been different, had the AFC not gone on this wild 2022 offseason where every team at the top got better, oh, maybe. If you just stacked this up Miami. the way the AFC was last year, mm-hmm. they would have probably been four. That's where I was Five? headed. That's where I was headed. They would have been a no doubt. They're the first playoff team that does not win a division, and everything's hunky spunky. And Mike McDaniel goes in, and and I think already Mike McDaniel. I, I mean this this group is going to be fun to watch. Oh, the, I mean, the, there's no the, doubt they'll be fun, and their fans should be excited. Oh yeah, but I'm what did he get you to, in the end? I'm not trying to poo on your day. I mean a little bit. Okay, I'm slightly <laughs> trying to poo on your day. There's just this overreaction. Mm-hmm. There's this overreaction to that these one player changes so much. They really don't. They really don't. And then you add in the contract with the value. That's the reason I was telling you and 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 uh, sports freak Brian Halt throughout the entire morning. There's no way I'm coming off this many picks mm-hmm. because I still have to pay him. I'll use the analogy you gave me. Robert Woods got a six. Mm-hmm. I understand there's a difference between Tyreek Hill and Robert Woods. I'm fully well aware of that. Is it that drastic? No. Not Is in my book. Is it $15 million a year and five draft picks different? Not in my book, but you told me earlier today I'm I'm wild on, you, on Robert you're Woods. You're too so. high on him, but I think it's because you don't you don't take into account that there is a there is a drastic difference between the top ten outside threats in this league. And then that next 40. Virtually all of that next 40, they're the same guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of them's a good route runner, but not as fast. Maybe one has great hands, but he doesn't run around so well. It's all yeah, but. Right. Well, Tyreek Hill's a yeah, but guy, too. Yeah, not a route runner. Uh, yeah, but I've only seen him be this talented with Pat Mahomes. There's going to be a regression, and you're paying him like he's the Pat Mahomes Tyreek Hill. I just don't think you will be. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. The underdog. The long shot. The nobody from nowhere, never gonna happen, 100 to 1 shot. We know something about that. We're with you every step of the way. This week at Ingalls, select 6 to 12 count Laurel and Cuddly Soft Bath Tissue, $3.98 each. Select sizes and varieties Kellogg's Frosted Flakes or Fruit Loop Cereal, two for $4. And select sizes and varieties Tide Laundry Detergent, $12.98 each. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. 
The Sportsocracy. What are you people? On dope? Welcome back into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, I was just looking at the uh, the the odds to win the AFC this year. Um, and I, you know, BetUs.com is the is the site that I always use. You can go to BetUs.com uh, and place your wagers there. Use the promo code Sportsocracy, and you'll get a hundred and twenty five percent deposit bonus on whatever you put in, up to twenty five hundred dollars, and I mean, it, the Miami Dolphins are still plus 1,800 to win the conference. They're plus 3,500 to win the Super Bowl. They're tied with the Raiders. Right behind the New England Patriots, right ahead the right ahead of the New Orleans Saints, Minnesota Vikings, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Right. Vegas is the great truth serum. Mm-hmm. They tell you exactly what this really means. Okay, yeah, you've improved. You went up from, I think they were plus 5,000 entering the day. Might have been a little, a little heavier than that. Mm-hmm. But plus, so eight, you improved, yeah. Plus eighteen hundred still to win, and you're behind all of those teams that Jeremy just said. <laughs> and you should be, and you should be. This is a great day if you're a Dolphin. We're going to be really relevant, and you have a player whose jersey you can go out and buy mm-hmm. and wear proudly. Mm-hmm. Just you should probably temper your expectations of what that's going to mean when you check the standings in your monday morning paper well it's going to come down to uh you know that uh that intangible that that grit factor because they're gonna be in every game there's not a game that they will go into and just be completely blown out i mean even when they play the buffalo bills who is the overall favorite right now to win the afc and should be they're number one on jeremy and i's both our power rankings after free agency but they're going to be in those games and they're going to have a chance to win it i'll I'll tell you a fun secondary thing that happened with with this tyreek hill deal okay buffalo was plus a thousand to win the super bowl coming into the day Mm -hmm. they're plus 700 now their odds to win the super bowl got better the day the dolphins traded for tyreek hill that's a little weird. Well, it, it takes some away from Kansas City, and Not that was necessarily the because people start looking at it, going, "Oh, now Miami's going to." No, Vegas is smarter than that. They know what you're going, to. and the reason I know that because I went to do it. Mm-hmm. I thought Miami would sway Buffalo, and I would get a friendlier number on the Buffalo Bills. Not quite. Yeah. Not quite. It changed to me. It changed virtually nothing in the division, except if you told me two teams in the AFC East made the playoffs. Now I will go Bills Dolphins instead of Bills Patriots. Okay, all right. Uh, I I found this story the other day. Since we're talking about gambling odds, I found this story the other day, and I I, I want to tell it to the uh, to the listeners here. Uh, so apparently, somebody went to uh, Bet MGM looking for you know a, a great way to make some money on the NCAA men's basketball tournament. And so, and then they just decided, you know what? Those look like great odds. I'm going to place some money down on St. Peter's to win the national championship. At 200 to 1, how can you lose? Easily. Well, when you put four grand on it, that's aggressive. That person said, I have $4,000 that I don't care if I set it on fire. <laughs> right. Like I get, I get wanting to pick St. Peter's to win a first round game or to win the second round game to get into the Sweet Sixteen. It's all it's a very, very cute little story. But at two hundred to one, I'm not putting four grand on that. 
Because you're just setting that money on fire. Now, if you win, obviously you're going to hit $800,000. But is there anybody alive today that believes that St. Peter's actually has a shot to beat out all of the other teams that are in this thing? No. I mean, you still got Gonzaga and Arizona and Texas Tech and Duke and Carolina and UCL. I mean, no, don't do that. And also in the uh, in, in the same vein, that whole thing that Jeremy, you've tried to explain to me before about people putting l- large amounts of money on little odds, and, Don't do that. and then you lose. Like somebody put down, um, was it six thousand dollars on Kentucky? Yeah, don't do that to win at minus 400 and something odds 700 and something odds and by the way if you're gonna do that you should definitely hedge right that's the definition of a hedge they were they were looking to make a you know just make a little tiny profit because the the payout would have been 90 bucks but instead you lost six grand on something that you thought was a sure bet to make 90 dollars that doesn't make any sense to me no sense it makes absolutely no sense no so don't spend large amounts of cash to chase small amounts of cash right it does not make any sense to me you know had it been a little bit better had your pay possible payoff been two grand on the six grand then maybe i'd be a little bit more on your side but you wagered that much money and i get you never think that kentucky's gonna lose to st peter's but it is the NCAA tournament, and this kind of thing happens all the time. You're in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. It's time to get just a bit outside. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Well, in case you did not know, we know the NFL rules all and they own the news cycle, but there is another football league that is going to be kicking off competition here in just a couple of weeks i believe it's april 16th is the start day for the usfl and they're trying out some new some new rules in the usfl including my favorite the three-point play no it's not a field goal it's not a field goal this is the alternative to the two-point conversion this would be a three-point conversion in the usfl that you will get one, obviously, untimed down point after attempt, but you can go at it one play from the 10-yard line, and if you get into the end zone, it's three points after the touchdown rather than the two. So stupid. So stupid? So stupid. (laughs) I didn't think you would like that. I I don't like any of them. They have a slew of them. Yeah, uh, two forward passes now from behind the line of scrimmage are legal. Great, so you're the arena league didn't watch that won't watch this uh they only get one challenge kickoffs are going to be from the 25 no kicking team member member may line up any further back than one yard so you can't get that run and head of steam it's an nfl cut out all the injuries there's no there's no uh double teaming on the blocks oh you can also go for it was it fourth and 12 from from uh your opponent's 33 yard line yes and that's, get the ball back after you score a touchdown. Yeah, that's brilliant. No, uh-uh. that's awful. That that is a horridly bad idea. 
rather than kicking it off, you get a chance to go on it fourth and 12 from the 33-yard let's, line. Let's just put a clown in a dunk tank in the end zone. Hey, you're down by 14 points late in the ball game. You can score a touchdown to cut into the lead. You got a chance to get the ball back without the onside kick. We often get asked, why, why, why do none of these spring leagues work that? Gimmicky That's part rules. of it. That's part of it. They are going. Uh, they they are going college rules with some of this stuff, like first downs. Clock will stop inside two minutes. I always like that. Pass interference. There ain't going to be none of this pass interference in the end zone. Get the ball at the one yard line. It's going to be either a spot foul or a fifteen yard foul. I actually think that will wind up in the NFL before it's all said and done. It should. I've always thought that was ridiculous. To give a team first and goal at the one for pass interference in the end zone. Well, I mean, you're precluding them from catching it in the end zone. I understand it. I just just don't like it. I mean, if it's obvious pass interference, then sure. I mean, maybe that's a... Maybe that's one of those we can do flagrants on Oh, that. yeah. Let's go judgment call because that's yeah. what we need more of. Officials <laughs> <need> making judgment <laughs> we calls. We need more refs making judgment calls. <laughs> Every year, seemingly, in the NCAA tournament, we develop these Cinderella's and that develops small stars. Mm-hmm. We saw this with Loyola Chicago, with Sister Jean, and uh, Cameron... Crutwitz or... Crutwick. Yeah. Cam Crutwick. Yeah. Well, this year it's the St. Peter's Peacocks and their guard, Doug, Doug Edert. Is it Edert or I, Edert? I think it's Edert. I could be wrong. Spell it that way. It's not the... Mm. What he needs to... to what, what he needs an H in there? I don't, he needs to spell yes. it phonetically yeah, for you? Spell it phonetically. That'd be great. Let's just start... Getting people with weird names that are hard to pronounce, you spell your name phonetically. He has translated the Peacock's journey to the Sweet 16 into his own name, image, and likeness deal. Yes. He has signed a deal with Buffalo Wild Wings. He is promoting their overtime overtime wing time. Okay. So anytime a game goes into overtime, if you get to your Buffalo Wild Wings within 30 minutes of the game ending, they will give you six free boneless wings. Huh. Okay. And that is due to his heroism with the St. Peter's Peacocks six, and his weird mustache. Six free boneless wings. Why is it that every one of these guys has a weird mustache? And that's coming from a dude with a Yeti beard and a man bun. I, what? I am not one that is entitled to really talk about facial accessories. I have to ask you this question. And not to get, you know, too racial or anything. But what else is a white guy supposed to do to stand out? Look who you're talking to. <laughs> exactly. That's my thing. You're like, talking to a man with a Yeti beard and a man bun. Right. Let me say that one more time. Right. And when the man bun is not up, it's down and it's a mullet. And it's because we all love it. We all just we all just soak it in. It all started with who adam morrison oh that's the worst one that that's the worst. the worst one ever of all time first of all there are I, I could probably count on one hand the number of guys that can pull off the mustache mm-hmm. tom Selleck. Yep. tom Selleck can pull off a mustache sam elliott drew timmy he's got to find one no yeah it's weird it's come weird. on it's that weird. man shoe yeah it's weird it's weird it's weird no <laughs> it's like at it. least full that's the that's the thing I don't get. Like oh, yeah, so many guys try thin, this, right? Ugh. Like Adam Morrison and even Doug Eddard. You can if you can see skin underneath the mustache, it makes you look like you know you 
just tried to knock over a dollar general or something rather than you know what you were going for was hey i'm sexy it's 1970s no 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 no, it doesn't work that way it only works for certain you know certain dudes yeah it's weird and and you should stop doing that right that's what we like we we like guys that look a little different and if you can add a, a man bun like kyle guy remember when he had his moment in the sun with virginia it was all about the man bun. The man bun took over. Look at Brady Manic with the North Carolina Tar Heels. I'm going to be honest with you. As somebody that just recently learned the beauty that is this, I can't I can't throw shade at that anymore. Yeah. It's By much the way, more convenient with it up. It's not just wisping in the wind. I, you know, okay, I take back a lot of a, a lot of anti man bun comments I've made. <laughs> he's, he's found the practice glorious. Oh, it's so wonderful. It makes sure it's especially with now that it's getting warmer. And look, there's a, there's a lot of hair on this head, okay? Mm-hmm. So anything you can do that might make you a little more air conditioning solvent, that's uh, a win. And you went with uh, you you went with the Forrest Gump running outfit for Halloween this past year. I did. If you don't go Brady Manic with the the headband and everything next year, I think you're doing it wrong. We do kind of look like we could be siblings. straighten your hair just for the night i know i know your wife has like a hair straightener at home if you, oh, if yeah. she doesn't then my wife has one oh, you yeah, can borrow she does. she does and i'll be honest with you i've done that once wasn't pleasant don't no. want to do it again no 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 nope don't want to do it again. I, I mean i see her do it and i go why do you do that to yourself why are you burning the hair on your head that's and not then, the point and you end up invariably burning some form of your own skin in the process about once every 30 days when you do this mm-hmm. i'm good yeah yeah oh what's that big red mark on your forearm honey oh i was just trying to straighten my hair well don't do that yeah, don't do that yeah, again just leave it alone <laughs> big news of the day in the nfl tyreek hill has been traded the miami dolphins have had uh quite the last what do you say 24 hours i wouldn't even go 24 hours i go 18 hours uh, they, they came to terms with teron armstead the number one free agent in this class in my opinion he comes in as the new left tackle in that zone blocking running scheme that they're going to be, be running. He's going to be their Trent Williams. Gonna be, he's going to be. Well, I mean, here's the thing. The would potential you like to hear the number of there. times he's played 16 games in a season? It's four. Would you like to hear it again? And never. He's never he's done never it. Done Not it. once. I saw he had missed like 46 games or something over the last portion of his he's career. He's a great player when he's on the field. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm not trying to shade the Dolphins. I'm really not. I'm just looking at it going, okay, what do you think this is going to do? That's your job. That's what you're here for. You're just here for the yeah buts. Yeah, but. I just, I don't understand why teams do things like this. Oh, I do. Oh, it's we, we have to be more relevant. Do mm-hmm. you? Do, mm-hmm. do you really? Because it tends to get you in the long run. But the Miami Dolphins have been awful for how many years now? I don't think right. awful is the right word. They've been close okay. to the playoffs a number of years. But did you ever have faith that they were actually going to make the playoffs? Nope. And I no. don't now. No, that part has not changed. We're in the exact same boat there that we've always been. But you don't feel better about their chances. You would much rather them be really god-awful and continue to be picking difference. in the top five. I, I don't see a difference. How? Do you have any chance of winning a Super Bowl? Minute. 
but it's still uh, it, more than you have. The the only way that happens is if Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Matt Ryan, Pat Mahomes all get abducted by aliens. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll go down that path and with you. And even then, so. you still have to contend with Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, and Justin Herbert. I still feel like there's a little more than better chance that Matt Ryan is not great. No, in Indianapolis, that was just one of the names I saw first. I yeah. could have gone any arrangement. And I get, and I get you. Your point is taken on all of those. I'm just saying Matt Ryan's the one that leaves out that goes. I don't know that that's such a great deal for Indianapolis that they think it is. There are three kinds of teams in the NFL. There are teams that have had absolutely no hope over the last, let's go ten years. Mm-hmm. They're legitimate contenders. And then there's this blech tier of, well, you're talented and you'll either just make the playoffs or just miss the playoffs or maybe you have a bad year and go 7-10 and 10 and things don't go well and you're just on this residual cycle of firing coaches and it's Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're doing that Cleveland Brown thing? Just in a slightly different way. But maybe not. Maybe not anymore. Mike McDaniel is a guy that we believe in. Oh, I love Mike McDaniel. And and he has fashioned this team now to be a pretty decent replica of what he left in San Francisco. I mean, you've got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell that can do all of the things. Oh, yeah. I mean, if we were running 40-yard dashes, Miami would be... If if the NFL was the Olympics between those two and Byron Jones, team to beat, no doubt. Unfortunately, it's not. You don't think that they're going to be able to scheme open windows for Tyreek Hill to get open and 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 make big plays. I didn't say he was going to become an irrelevant receiver. Okay. He was top five in the league. I would say now he's top ten. Okay. Doesn't really change anything for me. I am a a a black and white X's and O's wins and losses kind of guy. Mm Mm-hmm. I do not care about jerseys. I think jerseys are right. ridiculous. You're wearing one right now. It's not even of a team you pull for. It doesn't make any sense to me. I just don't are get you th- it. Are you throwing? I mean, literally throwing shade at me while I'm standing here. Come on. Well, I mean, I, I wasn't trying to keep it a secret. <laughs> I, I said it into a microphone. So it's not like it was. I wasn't. I didn't think I was thinking it. It's just funny. You can't see us today because the uh, technical difficulties we're having. But I am wearing my William Refrigerator Perry jersey today. Neither a Clemson fan nor a uh, Chicago Bears fan. Nope. Does what is it? Just a really big just fan pro, of fat guys. I, I mean, I was about to say, are you yeah. just pro fat guy? No. When I was a kid, like I'd get all the cards. You know, I'd collect all the football cards and look at these guys like Joe Montana and Jerry Rice, and Bo Jackson and Emmitt Smith, and go, I don't look like any of these dudes. And then I saw Refrigerator Perry, and I went, Yep, yep, that could be me one day. Now I never got his height, never got his athletic ability. No, but. Always dug the fridge. He was he 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 was my first love in NFL football. Yeah, I mean now you're you are down to a svelte five five two fifty five. It's <laughs> tremendous. Forty five. Thank 245. you. Two forty five. you. Yeah, two forty five. You passed me. Oh, it ticked me off today so bad. I've never been so disappointed to lose just a pound in my entire life. Oh, speaking because I am now two tenths of a pound away from my fifty fifty pound bag at PhD weight loss. Uh, now, this has absolutely nothing to do with that, but it just did just trigger something in my head. Okay. So I went yesterday, I told the story about the, the Instagram influencer that ate 19 chicken nuggets. Yes, yes. 
So there were a lot of questions asked of me about this record. All right, we have I have clarified, and I am now more confident than I have ever been that I can beat this. Okay. A, they were chicken McNuggets. Okay. So now I have the size, the density, sauce, uh, soaked upness of, of the chicken nugget in my head. Mm-hmm. Nineteen in a minute has to be on camera. So you actually have to record it. Right. Maybe you see where I'm headed with this. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to beat this. I'm go- This is going to be, you remember that Seinfeld, there was the summer of George. <laughs> this is the summer of me. Right. Just breaking records all summer long. I don't think you could do it. I think you're out I of really your mind. Don't. I, I really don't. I if, I'm you- put, if I'm putting odds, think about it. A professional eater. She was an Instagram influencer. She's not. She oh, was, I thought she was. A- uh, yeah, yeah professional eater uh, with the bunny, with the bunny ears okay so, i feel like one of the real professional eaters would go huh right watch this so i may hold this record for an hour yeah but i'm gonna hold it. i think i've seen joey chestnut do 19 hot dogs in a minute so well, i'm sure you have he does <laughs> what 72 and 12 something like that yeah 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 okay so this was not a professional eater well, they dubbed her she as that in the story, and then I found out no, she's an Instagram influencer. That See, just I'm thinking of, of does things like this, right? And now she has several records for eating things. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, but here's the thing: I've been prepared for this since I was five years old. In Sixty seconds, you yeah. Think you and you, choke want me, down you want me to tell you how I know I could do this? When I was when I was just a child, we would get the big thing of chicken nuggets, mm-hmm. and so for me. I wanted to get as many chicken nuggets as I could before anybody caught how many I had eaten. So I've already got a pretty good range of how many I can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like my chances. Yeah. I'm not... You know, I don't think you can get a line on this, but if you could, I'd probably be betting on me. <laughs> that was that was a bad day in my, in, in, in my younger life. Uh, the day that I found out that that was only... it was I think it was only $4 at the time. That a 20-piece chicken McNugget cost $4. And I went... Huh. huh well There's that's less than a roll of quarters and i could find that in a jar somewhere you know what i love about 20 piece chicken mcnuggets there's 20 of them <laughs> exactly you think you give me uh, 20 of them i'm probably gonna like my goodness so does the tyreek hill deal mean that the miami dolphins are absolute threats in the afc now no no it doesn't does it mean that they're a better team than they were I think 100%, no question. I never doubted that. The problem is the rest of the AFC got better as well. And here's the big question. We'll talk about this after the top of the hour. I want to know where this puts them in weapons in the NFL. So we'll rank them coming up after the top of the hour. Jeremy went perfect except for one. Except for my 2022 Denver Nuggets. <laughs> they came back to bite you. They they won by, by too many. They won by two minis uh, mm. because Nicole Jokic heard what I said and went, oh, yeah, here's the thing. If Ike Zubac has to come out on me, too, right. that did not go well. So you were almost perfect last night almost in your picks. Perfect. We got uh, the green on green picks of the night coming up next right here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. 
I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Coffee's the closer's on. Get them the money! Then when you get the money... You get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then we get the power. Then you get the win. Three and one last night has me five games over 500 for the year. Yeah. Ten games over 500 in the last ten days. I got four picks for you tonight in the NBA. First one, the Charlotte Hornets are a seven and a half point favorite tonight against the New York Knicks. They are horrible. Horrible. And they are terrible offensively. A lot of people don't realize this. The Charlotte Hornets are only fractional points behind the Milwaukee Bucks for being the high-scoring offense in the league. Mm-hmm. The Knicks are played on the second half of back-to-back. They only have 11 players anywhere, and most of them couldn't defend the computer I'm looking at right now. Give me the Charlotte Hornets, minus the 7.5. Next, the Miami Heat are a 10-point favorite tonight at home against the Golden State Warriors. I hate to break this to Steph Curry fans, but without him, this team is bad, 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 bad. I understand Jordan Poole can score points. Tonight, you come up against, on the road, a full-strength Miami Heat team where you're counting on big minutes from Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, and Gary Payton II. This is going to be a little bit of a bloodletting. Give me the Miami Heat minus the 10. Finally, the Brooklyn Nets take on the Memphis Grizzlies tonight in Memphis. Over-under is 238, and this is a pick No job Morant. That's the story of this game. I have no idea how Memphis is going to defend Kyrie Irving. They're at almost full strength. This game's going to be fun. It's going to be a shootout. It will not be as wide as everybody thinks. Give me the Nets in a pick em over 238. Go and do likewise, gents. The money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy for you. And you can take those wagers to betus.com and use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY and get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in, up to $2,500. People, NBA bettors, it's so it's so funny to me as somebody that that does do a considerable amount of wagering, wagering on the NBA. When I saw that John Morant wasn't going to play tonight, I immediately went and, and locked the number in. Mm-hmm. It has come back almost where it started. NBA bettors have gotten so much smarter since the NFL ended. You give them that little month, month and a half period where you don't have games at night and they can actually digest the NBA. It's so much harder to be the number than it used to be. <laughs> I love football season. It's so much right. easier. To- right. Well, Charlotte Hornets on a five-game win streak now. Things are looking up. If they can stop teams, they're actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Now, you should really take this five-game win streak with a grain of salt because it was the terrible Hawks who can't defend anybody, the Pelicans who I can't believe people actually think they're improving, uh, the Dallas Mavericks, and and the Oklahoma City. Oh, surely they're improving. I mean, look, at they're improving just as much as Zion is. 
You uh, saw the Instagram video, I, didn't I did. you? I did. I did. And I'm telling you right now, there's a reason he put that video out. That was a big... Because there's people like me that... That was a get it to the to the New Orleans Pelicans. No doubt. Yeah. Sorry, that we was just had a, a power blip here. That, that was a, you have not been hunky spunky to me with the New Orleans Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, we got... Uh, yeah, we got dead computers over here, so we're just we're just gonna be tap dancing on uh, live on the air here, I guess, until we oh, yeah, uh, until we get everything we, back we up and we running. We can't take commercials on that heavens, can we? <laughs> we cannot. Uh, all right, start Windows normally. Let's see how this goes. Oh yeah, this will be. Uh, yeah, I guess we're just gonna well, shift other, everything around. Well, the other day during the UNC Asheville basketball game, it took uh, about twenty minutes before the. Uh, the computers oh, came this back could on. Be a, this so, could be an extended segment. This could this, this could be a whole lot of fun. Yeah. But uh, you know what? While we've got this little break in the action here, we're waiting for the computers to come back up. I'm going to tell you about PhD weight loss. Because this program has given me results like no other program I have ever been on. I have lost so much weight. In four months now, I have lost 50 pounds i know i'm not quite there i'm at i'm at 49.8 pounds they offered to give me the bag today and take my picture and i said no i'm not participation trophy spencer anymore you have to make me earn it i'm back down to my high school weight i'm sleeping better i feel better convenience was what got me into my overweight conundrum because fast food was always more convenient now fast food phd has taken that away because their food is just as convenient and it's good for you phd weight loss is the is the way that you can turn your life around it has worked for me and it has worked for jeremy and has worked for so many others you go in there and you see up on their video board they've got the pictures of all of the people who have had great success you can too they will teach you how to put only good things into your body 80 percent of losing weight is all about uh nutrition that's what it's about go to myphdweightloss.com that's myphdweightloss.com dot com yep i mean the charlotte hornets are they're they're fun they're a fine team right now they've got a lot a playoff to, team yeah they've got a lot to build on for the future the question is where's that next star coming from they've been without gordon hayward and i know they're going to be better when gordon hayward comes back oddly but, enough they're better defensively with gordon that still blows my mind moving forward as a franchise we gotta we gotta find that next star because it just it's it's not enough, right? I mean, to be competitive in this NBA, you're not just going to have Lamelo Ball and I love Miles Bridges, but you need you need more stars. Miles Bridges is very good. Yes, this he team's is. very good. I think he's on. I, I think he's on that cusp of starting to jump another tier in NBA stars. Well, I mean, they're they're very good in that regard. You would just I do think you're going to have to have uh, the guy. Mm-hmm. Lamelo Ball is great and all, but I don't know that he could ever be the best player on a real contender team. Okay, all right. I'm not as in love with as with Lamelo as everybody else is. He's I just, think he's a great too. Right. Then again, I always said the same thing about Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has yet to prove me wrong. Just throwing that out there. True. He's just so intoxicating. Oh, he's that's incredibly the, fun to watch. Yeah, play. that's the thing about Lamelo is just the 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 long court passes across the court behind his back, no look, all those things that he can do. It just makes you go, "Wow, this kid is going to take us." Oh, places. I mean, you've got the and and you're forgetting you've already got the second star. 
I say Thomas, baby. Fifteen <laughs> points in fourteen minutes uh, yeah. the other night. Yeah, just signed him to a uh, a a real big boy contract. Yeah, no more no more ten dayers for him. Yeah, no more ten day contract for Isaiah Thomas. This is the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. You can check out the Sportsocracy everywhere on thesportsocracy.com. Unfortunately, the YouTube stream not working today, but we're going to get that back up and going for you as soon as possible. Uh, we we do encourage you to go check out all of our uh, post-free agency seven-round mock draft videos, the AFC North. Those will keep chugging out tonight. I uh, had had a lot of a lot of good feedback from the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think a lot of Steeler fans saw who they got at twenty and got very excited. Right, exactly. Uh, anyway, yeah, go check out our videos on ESPN uh, or, or excuse me on uh, our YouTube channel, and of course you can link to that quickly at thesportsocracy.com. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. We are live in the Angles studio. Thankfully, our power is back and we are ready and raring to go for the second hour. Big news today in the NFL, of course, being the Tyreek Hill deal. The day started out giving Jeremy a little bit of hope. The New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins are seeking trades for Tyreek Hill. And then... He found out what the price was. Out. Seacrest, out. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. Um, Tyreek Hill going to the Miami Dolphins from the Kansas City Chiefs for five draft picks. Three this year. You got a one, a two, a four, and then you got a four and a six next year going to the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Miami Dolphins get Tyreek Hill and then have to pay him, which is the worst part of that deal because they – I mean, obviously, Tyreek Hill, the cheetah, he's he's a, he's a name, and you're always going to pay more for the brand name. And it costs you $30 million a year, a four-year contract extension for $120 million. I just think it's funny, the trade, com- the, the compensation and the contract were bigger on Tyreek Hill than they were on Devontae Adams. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I promise I will stop taking shots at the Miami Dolphins at some point. No, you won't. Maybe. You got <laughs> You got to do what you got to do, I guess. I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, this is what happens. I mean, but when, when you have what is a glorified arms race happening in the NFL, mm-hmm. I won't be shocked if there's more deals. I, and I'm telling you right now, there's more out there. This Tyreek Hill, did you notice that came out of nowhere? Mm-hmm. Nobody was talking about that. Then all of a sudden, that developed in an hour today. Well, I mean, they had been in contract talks, so we knew there was a possibility that maybe this was going to end badly, but we just assumed. Because it's Kansas City and it's the, the you know the, it's the Andy Reid led group that everything will be fine. They'll figure something out. They'll come to an agreement. But yeah, at some point you have to look at your big stars. I mean, Dallas has been in this position for a while. Of how much can we actually afford? We can't afford to have three guys making over thirty million dollars a year. On well, I mean, and the reason this is happening is because there is a prognostication that the salary cap is just going to explode over the next three years. Mm-hmm. If that happens, great, and I think it will. 
But if it doesn't. Right. But if it doesn't, there are going to be some teams that are just absolutely miserable. Mm -hmm. And Tyreek Hill is how old? 28. He's 28 years old. So at 32 years old, you have to, you can't expect this guy to be as electric. He won't age well. No. Any play, I mean, literally name me the speed burner player that has aged really well. Now, I don't think this contract's going to have anything to do with that. I think this will come and go and it'll be fine and he'll be fine up until 32. Yeah. Okay. I would say that's probably where the regression starts. Well, then maybe they're in a fine window here. Oh, yeah. Although, except for Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, you know, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Keep doing this phone too. Could have Baker Mayfield in Pittsburgh. Woo! I'm I'm sure you've heard that story from Mary Kay Cabot. No. What did Pittsburgh would be totally in on taking a flyer on Baker Mayfield if he was free. Oh yeah. If they cut him, we will we'll talk. Absolutely. I think that's I said that to you the other day. There are several teams that barring the price of the 18 million dollar fifth year option that, that has been picked up this well, year. It's, it's Seattle and Pittsburgh. They'd be that's, in on That's them. the two. And in Pittsburgh, he would be a backup to Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Did you? What? Did was there did it ever enter your mind that at some point this year Baker Mayfield would become a backup quarterback. In I the was NFL. the one that told you Deshaun Watson would end up in Cleveland. Well, I knew that. You understand? I talk to people in the NFL a lot. This is not even kind of out of left field to me. Baker Mayfield's been one of those things that we sit in text threads and laugh about. I, because I can't figure out how people haven't seen this. I mean, this guy's not one of the 32 best quarterbacks in this league, and he's paid like one of the 10 best. Mm-hmm. That's not hard to figure out. Plus the attitude. There's, I can, he's one of the few players in the history of this league I can't say anything nice about. I, I don't have anything nice to say. Right. Oh, but but he was hurt. Then he got hurt four years ago because he was the same guy last year. He was incrementally worse last year than he'd been in the past. Yes. And the apologist, it's just comical to me. And I watch this happen on rotation. There's always one. Sometimes there's more than one. Of quarterbacks that the apologists are so easy to point out because you don't listen to reason. Right. There's one stat. There's one stat that I'm so sick of hearing. Baker Mayfield was top 10 in QBR just a year ago. Um, Okay. He also had the number one rushing attack in the league, so he wasn't asked to do a whole lot. Right. That doesn't necessarily tell me that you, you have greatness inside of you. But he is a kid that carries himself that way. And doesn't seem to really ever take ownership analytics explaining analytics is kind of like being a lawyer uh, because i can give you an excuse analytically that will make my argument on either side of this that's one of those that's pretty easy to poke holes in qbr qbr is a very useful stat Mm -hmm. it has a blind spot for workload so somebody like pat mahomes that's 75 percent of their offense there's no discrepancy in that stat between that and baker mayfield who's 40 percent of it that's how you end up with guys with like the one that you always use tony pollard being the highest rated running back according to pff right i only use that because that still seems ridiculous well that's there's some of those that you have to cull and Mm -hmm. go well i believe that one found we found an outlier right don't remember how much you remember math class but there were outliers oh this kind of sways Mm -hmm. the mean Mm mm-hmm and I love Tony Pollard. I'm not trying to take a shot at Tony Pollard. I'm just 
saying he's the best of the league is a little crazy. So your 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 analytics can you know analytics you can make them say anything you want to. Yeah, analytics. It's like are politics. A, analytics are a lot like pro days. Pro days. If if the, the analytics kill you, much like if a pro day is bad, you it's bad, mm-hmm. bad, 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 bad. bad. Mm-hmm. Do you remember a quarterback having a bad pro day? No. I went back through my notes. I've I've got three. There okay. were three where I went, that was not great. Who were they? Teddy Bridgewater okay. was one. And and I'll be honest with you, this is the reason I take notes on these things so I can go because I completely forgot this. Teddy Bridgewater at his pro day, it was raining. And he tried to get cute and show that he didn't have to wear gloves. So he did his pro day without gloves. And it was an atrocity. Aww. But in very large letters, at the top of that, I wrote, cute with the gloves. Right. Like, okay, I don't care if you have to wear gloves. I don't care if you have to wear a Jim McMahon bandana. I don't care what accompaniment you come with. Like Kenny Pickett. Oh, little Donald Trump's good cat. Oh, tiny little, hands. Little, 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 uh, little tiny hands. Kenny Pickett. Hold me closer, tiny hand panther. That's what we're going to be singing from now on. I will tell you, there is a better than zero chance he's the next starting quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. The, the range on Kenny Pickett is hilarious to me. He could go six to Carolina. He could go in the second round. Neither of the two of those would but surprise did, me. But did you know that he is he is actually Kenny two gloves? Yes. Actually, he's Kenny four gloves. He wears two pairs of gloves mm-hmm. because his hands are so small. Like he yeah. has to wear the first pair to make the actual pair fit. Like he like he went and got a petite size, and then he wears smalls just to say, "Hey, I wear smalls." I I, de- I need you to go past this, or I'm going to say something that's going to get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, about I, his I, tiny hands I, I, nope sorry <laughs> I, I mean he does he it's 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 a fact i mean he did grow an eighth of an inch over two weeks which i, I, I think any a, man would trade in that for there's a reason i tell jokes <laughs> on this show <laughs> that was funny and you know it uh I, I did hear dan patrick this morning talking about one of his one of his scout sources yeah and said, you know, this quarterback class is really funny because everybody's losing their mind about Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis, and you can sit at the end of the first round and get a quarterback who may be better in Sam Howell. Yeah. And I heard that, and I went, man, that sounds really familiar to something somebody that I know has said, oh, I don't know, about 143 times? Mm-hmm. I've got Sam Howell going at the back end of the first round in this latest mock draft that you can yeah. see on YouTube.com, going out team by team, seven rounds at a time. I had Sam Howell back in the first round, and I loved it. Malik, the, the, the Malik, the reason that I brought this up is the Malik Willis pro day. Oh, did you see that one throw? Stop that. I, I'm going to be honest with you. If you gave me the opportunity to sculpt a pro day, I could make it look like I was really athletic. Mm-hmm. Now, I might die at the end of it because if I run more than 10 yards, you know, bad things happen now the, the unless fact, there's a bear chasing the, me. the fact that the throw went 60 yards in the air and he hit it on a dime i mean it was it was a good throw but i mean have you ever skipping watched somebody off the back foot and all that like that didn't show me no. great mechanics no it's i i've i never put any stock into pro days i put less into pro days now than i ever had before mm-hmm. that's the reason i put out all my mocks except the one that comes out the day before the draft. They all come out before these pro days because people lose their minds. Oh, he ran out. I don't care. Right. Did you see that one? Oh, he rolled to the right and he threw to the left. 
Yeah, you might do that three times in your entire career, and it's highly likely two of them get picked off. Now, be fair. Be fair. You giggitied last year when you saw Zach Wilson's big throw. I already pro li- day. But I already liked Zach this Wilson. This is true. I already liked Zach Wilson. There was, it wasn't. Oh, did you see the pro day? <laughs> it was like now I'm convinced. Yeah, the other two that had less than stellar pro days were Marcus Mariota mm-hmm. uh, and Christian Ponder. Okay. Yeah, you know what all three of those guys have in common? They weren't very good in the NFL. Well, now come on, Marcus Mariota. He's leading. The, he's he's ready for the Falcons to rise up, baby. If you boo boo kitty your uh, pro day. You're not going to be a good quarterback in this league. No, no, you won't be. I, I mean, there are a lot of guys in this world that would kill to have the career in the NFL that Marcus Mariota did. But it's there's also like, a lot of guys who didn't, who who do not want to have that kind of pressure. No, but you're, they're not the guy. They're just a guy. A guy. That's how I feel about most of the quarterbacks in this class. Okay. And, and if you've doubted how the NFL feels about it, look how many spots there are left. But how, I mean, are pro days even necessary? No, no. And I've said it forever. They are so unbelievably stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, David Ajabo goes out and tears his Achilles and, at and, his pro day. And that was a freak accident. Well, the reason that you have pro days is because there are guys. I have always said there is a solution to this that nobody wants to talk about. You don't need the pro days. You need to expand the combine. The combine needs to, instead of having 300 guys attend it, you need to have 600 attend it. Then you can, do, then you can just be done with the pro days. Mm-hmm. You want to run? You want to get a time out there? You do it in Indy. You do it with a stopwatch that's universal. There's no, well, this team had him here. This team had him here. Their official listing, which is always a tenth of a second faster for some reason. Stop that. Stop that. You got the HBCU combine, which was phenomenal this year. I have not had the chance to address that, but I will in in videos leading up to the draft. Okay, great idea. I, they've always done that for regional. There, there have been regional combines forever, mm-hmm. but they did the HBCU one this year. That I, I th- we will ha- we will talk about some guys that participated in that. Right. I saw that Deion Sanders was very upset about the pro day at Jackson State. I, I didn't. Apparently there were he's uh, apparently there were ten NFL teams that didn't send anybody. That happens, and to he teams feels like it's this giant slight of, you know, oh I'm gonna be seeing you. That's that was the quote that he's. What does that mean? Like Dion, are you threatening to show up at front offices and well, punch people also, in the face because well, they didn't show up to your pro day? He also has two players in this class that have a priority free agent status. Mm-hmm. Wait. Three years from now, when Travis Hunter's pro day happens at Jackson State, yeah, I promise you, there will be 32 teams there. If he lasts that long. That, that's just one of those that you're being disingenuous. There are teams all over the – and I'll be honest with you, there are a lot of teams that put zero stock in the pro days anyway. Mm-hmm. If they don't have a guy that you really want to talk to, just skip it. I mean, I got news for you. The GM of the Carolina Panthers can't be at every pro day. There's eight of them a day. So, I mean, if you want some little regional scout, okay, we could probably spare one of those, but you would take that as a slide as well. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. There are big schools that don't have a ton of high-end executives show up at their pro day. I think Florida State last year had 16 teams that sent either a regional scout or a a, a, a low-level – there's a word I'm looking for, and I can't think – it's not intern. It's above that. Yeah. Like a player development yeah, person, something or, in that yeah, yeah. range. Yeah, just depends on how the team views your your players on their board. Right. Twenty two teams showed up at Jackson State's pro day, and and the, and so he said, 
But there's 32 teams in this Crayola box. Therefore, the Dolphins, the Broncos, the Texans, the Bills, the Buccaneers, the Ravens, the Panthers, the Browns, the Vikings, and the Eagles, where art thou? You could have shown up. I gotta give Deion Sanders credit. He can put a narrative out there with the best of them. He does. It's also super disingenuous, and I know for a fact that he knows it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I'll bet you you could do that at virtually every school's pro day. Oh, I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could, but that's... Just like, all right, Liberty. Liberty has more than one draft-eligible player. Mm -hmm. If you weren't interested in Malik Willis, I'll guarantee you you didn't send anybody to that pro day because you don't care. Right. You don't care. You had Kenny Pickett doing things. Pittsburgh's got multiple players. Damari Mathis, that's a late-round corner. That If you prioritize that, that's where you're going to go. People have this myth that NFL front offices are like 700 people deep. They're not. And if you're really looking for an opinion, there's about five guys whose opinion takes a lot of credence. Right. But this goes down the 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 path. I mean, this is oh, this I, is Dion's game. Dion's trying to get all of the attention he can Dion on HBCUs, a, and he's doing a fantastic job. Dion is a master motivator. I'll mm-hmm. give him that. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he's a master at, at. I fully believe he will be a power five head coach. I, he almost was this year. Right. I think had he not had the foot issue, he probably would have gotten the TCU job. Maybe so. He interviewed for it. Mm-hmm. And then his his candidacy was really hot, and then it just flared out. And that's when we found out he was in the hospital. All right, I want to talk uh, weapons in the NFL. Where do they rank after today's Tyreek Hill move? We'll talk about that coming up next right here on ESPN Asheville. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The Sportsocracy. Ice up, son. Ice up. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app and, of course, here on ESPN, Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. I'm Tank Spencer. Jeremy Green's here as well. And after Tyreek Hill got uh, moved from the Kansas City Chiefs to the Miami Dolphins today for five draft picks, how does this now shake up the weapons situation in the NFL? Because before that move, I had Miami down in the teens when it came to their weapons. I would have had them further down than that, but okay. I mean, it was late teens. It's like 18. Hey, Jalen Waddle and Devontae Parker. And Gasicki. You can throw him in there, too. I don't know how he fits in that offense. <laughs> the only thing I can figure is they're going to play him in the slot. Which could make a whole lot of sense. But they go from that to top seven now they're certainly up there i mean i like you're going to make fun of what i'm getting ready to say okay i like buffaloes better you like buffaloes weapons better Mm -hmm. i know you're super high on gabriel davis we all know stefan diggs is top five top stefan diggs is one of my greatest hits of all time is he top five wide receiver in the nfl okay he's one of the greatest hits i've ever had when Minnesota took him in the fifth round, I literally lost my mind. Of I had been screaming, "Why is no one taking Stefan Diggs for three rounds?" Right. 
Okay. And he's done nothing but serve me right the entire year. Right. I had the addition of Jamison Crowder, Mm -hmm. a guy that will always have a special place in my heart, in spite of the fact he played on some of the worst Jet teams ever. But he was committed. He was committed to the losing. He was, dare I say, the process of continuing to be bad. Oh, he was our J.J. Reddick. Uh, he, he was the good player that was around when we were terrible. Right. He's the only weapon you had there for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I can't dispute that. So, I, you know, I think this puts them up there. I I mean, I have L.A. as number one. The Rams. The Rams are number one. To They're me. my two. They're your two? They're my two. I, there's just a, there's a team I feel has three no doubter pieces now if la brought back odell beckham now there's more of a discussion right cincinnati's my one cincinnati's your one and it's it's hard to argue with that cincinnati's my two and i think that's just because of the youth i mean we we've already seen what they can be jamar chase setting records in his first year i mean he's you know he's already become the next justin jefferson when will he take the next step and become you know the next Devonte adams or whatever but with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, who's their tight end now? Oh, Uzama's uh, gone. Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. Yeah, I don't like him as much, but he's fine. He, he's a guy that only saw 31 targets last year. I think he's going to see markedly more oh, this year no with Joe doubt. Burrow. But to me, it's Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson. You throw in Tyler Higby. And then the chance that they're going to bring back OBJ, which all I've heard signs point to yes on that one. Every day that passes that doesn't happen, it's it's stranger and stranger. Mm-hmm. So to me, they're number one, especially if they get OBJ. And then to me, it's not even a question because I like Higby that much better than Hayden Hurst. I don't. And then my three is, you don't like Higby better than Hayden Hurst? Not markedly better? There you go. Yeah, let's get markedly in there today. Not markedly better. (laughs) He's not far superior, dare we say. Uh, My three is, of course, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Not mine. You got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and you just added Russell Gage, who's going to be a hell of a slot player. Yeah, Yeah, tremendous. You tell me how that's better than the Raiders. Devonte Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, lawyered, lawyered, lawyered. I have the best receiver. I have the best slot and the best tight end. My problem is I don't know who that third guy's going to be. Mm-hmm. That could be that could still be Brian Edwards, who kind of that's why the other two are ahead of them. <laughs> right, you don't count that third third wide receiver. That's exactly how I have it written down here as well. Las Vegas is my four, so I mean it's not like we're far off. It's hard to be far off with these and then you know miami slots in there somewhere like really close to seattle to me i'm still really fond of the dallas cowboys i don't think losing amari cooper is as big a deal i i'll put it this way i think there is more of a drop off from where they would have gone losing dalton schultz than there is from where they go losing amari cooper now i will agree with you on that my problem with dallas is and and if you've listened to this program for any amount of time, you know that I am a big fan of Michael Gallup. But the kid can't stay healthy. And that's going to be a problem. Because now you've structured this team where you can't afford that. Last year, you could afford for Michael Gallup to go out and lose, what was it, nine, ten games or whatever. It was something like something that. Something like that. You can't afford that now. 
Now it's him and C.D. Lamb and a bunch of dudes. So you say he can't stay healthy before this year? How many games did he missed in his career? Two, probably. Two. Yeah. That's exactly right. It was two. Mm-hmm. He's only been in the league, what, four years? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He can't stay healthy. Uh, he blew his knee out one time. There are, there, there are a lot of players that you say they can't stay healthy. Teron Armstead. Uh, sorry. Mike Williams. Mike Williams has only missed like five yeah. games in his career. You take away the one major season where he only played five games and he's and he he missed four in four years. Another team we haven't talked about, San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. The shade that gets thrown at Debo Samuel, and I don't even kind of get it. But it's but it's him and Kettle, and they, they need that other piece. They need I that look, third piece. Yeah, I looks really good too. Oh, I had forgotten. About yeah, you him. forgot about him. I did you? forget yeah. about Brandon. They have Ayuk. a slew of other guys too. Yeah, their guys keep getting signed in other places. That tells you that they have a lot of players. <laughs> right. Yeah, San Francisco. I had forgotten about them, but they're in the top ten. I really dig Tennessee's weapons. I like what Tennessee's doing. You are much higher on Tennessee than I am. I just I really like Robert Woods and AJ Brown. Obviously, He's, top five wide receiver. Well, I mean, you know how I feel about AJ Brown. Of course, love AJ Brown. But you think Robert Woods is he's, he's, a dude. he's good. He's a dude. He's just pedestrian. Yeah, he's a dude. He's in that 15 to 40 dude range. To me, he's oh, let me just pick a team looking at the he's very Jarvis Landry E. Okay. But even then, very I mean, Marvin Jones Jr. E. Cleveland. Cleveland's got to be up there. With mm, Amari Cooper. Right. And if they get Jar- Jarvis Landry back. See, you're doing, good way, ancillary you're, wide you're doing way too much prognosticating. Mm-hmm. That's just like Tampa Bay. With Gronkowski, yeah, I still wouldn't put him above the Raiders. But now we can talk. Yeah. You're not there yet. And if I've learned anything in this offseason, until I see your signature <laughs> right. on that contract, I am not putting anything right. over. Right. Nothing n- Nothing should be uh, in stone. There until have been way too stone. many guys that have gone, oh, yeah, I, I will sign with you. But I don't, don't, don't might add another one of those today who Deion bush he signed a deal with kansas city then the tyreek hill deal broke out and he went i'm i'm gonna talk to y'all later really oh yeah hmm i think he still ends up signing in kansas city but he had tweeted out can't wait to be a part of chief's kingdom the next tweet was from kansas city uh, announcing the deal and he went you know i'm gonna let y'all finish yeah uh We'll talk in a couple days. So I, I I don't know that it'll get that any of them will get to the Randy Gregory stage. Um, well, the Randy Gregory thing is not even the worst one that's happened this offseason. Zadarius Smith was worse than that. JD McKissick was worse than that. Yeah. Randy Gregory. Too many people in the media put the cart before the horse because that was not nearly as done as everybody thought it was. It was just people started leaking out. Yeah, we've agreed to the numbers. All that's good, and people rushed to be first, not right. Right. J.D. McKissick first uh, first committed to go to the Buffalo Bills. J.D. McKissick was in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I am in. We're good. Like, they started to give him the playbook, and he went, no, I think I'm going to go back to Washington. Well, and that's because Washington hadn't made an offer until he agreed. Basically, and we haven't talked about this, I don't think. Mm-mm. There are a lot of people in the NFL that are really upset with Washington and the agent for J.D. McKissick. That's like an unwritten rule. You don't do that. Right. You don't let another team negotiate the deal. And then you call the agent and say, hey, whatever Buffalo gave you, we'll we'll match that. 
that's that's one of those where the agent's supposed to go, no, we're out. But agents are bound by the same code as lawyers that if something comes to them, they still have to present it to their client. Mm -hmm. Well, he presented that to J.D. McKissick, and he went, oh, I would absolutely rather go back to Washington. I don't understand that, but. There's a there there are and then there are a slew of people in the NFL yeah. that are not loving because Washington did that twice, once the way I just said it and once in reverse. With Matt Ioannidis, they told him, "Nope, we're not cutting you. You will be here." Yep. Four days later, he was a member of the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's and then you had the Zadarius Smith thing. He agrees to terms with Baltimore. And then turns around and goes to the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, he was that. That was all a money thing. There was more of a market. The numbers started to leak out. That's another one that was like Randy Gregory. That wasn't as done as everybody thinks it was. Mm-hmm. And then the numbers leaked out, and teams went, "Well, how far down this rabbit hole are you?" And Minnesota got to him, was willing to pay him more. All right, let's get weird. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida. And there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. All right, I still feel like I need to put this PSA out there. I can't tell you the whole story because the computer shut down and I lost the story. But don't get taken by scammers, please. It was a story of a little old couple who lost thousands of dollars because somebody called and, and pretended to be from the Mega Millions lottery. And if you send me money, we'll send you your $2 million prize. And strung these, late, strung these old people along for two years, taking untold thousands of dollars from them just don't give people money yeah and if somebody calls you and says hey you won two million dollars i'm gonna need you to send me 500 for a deposit no did you this is there's really easy to call a lot of these did you enter anything if you didn't enter it it would be very difficult for you to win it that was the other thing the the, they told him they won the mega millions they're like we don't even play the mega millions ah it's a new way we we pulled your name out of a hat yeah we (laughs) now everybody's in you know you have to buy a ticket it's the weirdest lottery ever no money goes in it all goes out the parting shot though the parting shot was okay we don't have your two million dollars we will give you a full refund on all the money that we've taken from you we're just gonna need a 350 fifty dollar deposit before you do that thankfully that's where it ended they did not get they did not lose that extra 350 dollars. but don't get taken by scammers and watch out for your old folks in your family don't let them get taken like this anyway this one comes from uh, euclid ohio um a woman called chagrin valley dispatch 911 tuesday saying that she wanted help from the police because she didn't get all her chicken from kfc the woman told the dispatcher that she was at the KFC on Euclid Avenue in Euclid and paid for eight pieces of chicken and only received four. I only got four pieces of chicken and I want my chicken, she told the dispatcher. The dispatcher told the woman that that was a civil matter and that she would have to take it up with management. She said, sorry, ma'am, there's not much police can do about that. The woman, however, insisted that she talk to a police officer. The officer was dispatched and told the woman, I can't help you. 911 is for emergencies only, people, and you not getting enough chicken is not the emergency that you think it is. I, I don't really know what to do with this story. As someone that likes an adult beverage, I, I get it. But I don't at the same time. Kaylee Williams is a 32-year-old British woman. And in 2012, she was on a girl's trip in Spain. 
and she met a, a series of of gents from Wales, and they had a fun night of of doing things as as adults do. Oh, did they have a whale of a time? <sighs> <laughs> there was there was libation. There was all kinds of things. And at some point, she met a guy named Daniel Ford. And the only reason that she remembers that is because his name is tattooed on her posterior. Whoa. Apparently, at some point in their night of libating. Passion. No, not that. No. They just went out drinking. Huh? They just met a series of people and went, hey, let's do adult beverage stuff. Yeah. yeah. At some point, he offered to pay $33 for, to ha- for her to have his name tattooed on her took us she woke up in her hotel room and there was no daniel ford so now she is on a facebook mission to find daniel ford Uh uh-huh she has gone down through facebook messenger of every man named daniel ford sending a message that says i don't know if this is just a daniel ford or the daniel ford (laughs) did she send a picture of the tattoo and all of that all she wants to do is just Hey, could you possibly tell me how this came about? Because I have a, and it's little. It's well, I mean, for thirty three dollars, you ain't getting a sleeve. Well, I mean, this was in two thousand twelve. Okay, the, the, we we lived in a different world at that time. Gas, <laughs> if I remember correctly, it was like two dollars a gallon. So, oh, come I mean, on. now you'd get you a, ever, now yeah. you'd get a dot right. for thirty three dollars. They might turn, they might not turn the needle on. Right here, let's just drag this. There's a line. Mm-hmm. $33 to get that guy's name tattooed on your tuckus. I'm going to be really honest with you. For the right amount of money to charity, I would I would. Have oh, you would do that? 100% I would. Huh. For the right amount of money to charity. There's a... About... Uh, now, there are limitations. Asheville, are you listening? Yeah, there are limitations to this, but for the right amount of money to charity, <laughs> I... <laughs> I could have fun with that you one. You could have a little fun with that. I mean, you can always cover it up later. See, that's oh, the, no, I wouldn't cover it up. I yeah. have enough tattoos that I don't care. But that's that's the thing with this woman, though. Like, you're going through all this trouble. Like, unless you're hoping to rekindle something with this Daniel Ford, this mysterious nope. Daniel Ford character, uh, according why to would her, you even reach out? It's uh, $33, and you can get it covered up easy. According to her, she doesn't even remember what this bloke look like, looked like. There's probably a reason he hasn't called. Oh, I should have said that. I shouldn't have at, said that. At Sports Tank ESPN. I'm I, sorry. You know For once, if somebody uh, is going to get fired today, it's you, not me. <laughs> I apologize. I just, you don't make the best life choices is all I'm, all I'm trying to say. To be honest with you, I, and I, I did not intend on telling this story. Oh, great. It was not exactly this. But there was a night where I had a beverage or two, mm-hmm. and I thought it would be a good idea to get a a, a cartoon character uh, tattooed on me. And I'm not at liberty to divulge whether that actually happened or not. Mm-hmm. I can tell you I made it to the tattoo parlor, and the stencil was on me. Yeah. Can't tell you if it... Uh, if it actually got on or not. I'm yeah. not at liberty to divulge that okay. information. I'm going to have to ask those are, those your are wife Those are that. government secrets. Yeah, I'm going to have to ask your wife about that. The I'm funny sure thing is me. that you didn't ask me what cartoon character it was. Uh, I don't care because anything is going to be hilarious. Like, you could tell me it was Marvin the Martian. That one would probably have been better, but that's... 
Infinity One Space Modulator. <laughs> Speedy Gonzalez. Nope. Uh, Think of me. Who is the angriest of all the? Oh, it's oh, it's got to be Yosemite Sam. Yeah. So there's a part of your body that looks like a mud flap on a truck. Yeah, we should leave that one alone. It is time. That's more stanky <laughs> It is time for something to chew on with Caleb Peak, brought to you by our good friends at Ingles. Markets, low prices, love the savings. Everybody's time comes at some time. In fact, Arthur Blank, the owner, uh, has been saying all off season that that they needed a plan of succession. succession. And when your uh, quarterback is about to thir- turn 37 years old, that's logical. Nobody quite saw it happening this way, though, with a flirtation so serious with Deshaun Watson that Matt Ryan had every reason to kind of look around and say, listen, if you don't want me here that bad, Let's let me out of here. That was the voice of Mike Fisher, publisher of Falcon Report on Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. And the Atlanta supernova has exploded in dramatic fashion. Just take a look. There aren't any stars left in the Big Peach, at least not for the Falcons. This is Chew on That, brought to you by Ingalls Markets. Low prices, love the savings. I'm Caleb Peak, and with the news that Matt Ryan is now an Indianapolis Colt, You can almost hear the sound of cranes rising and concrete mixers backing into place as Arthur Blank's ATL rebuild is officially underway. It had to happen eventually. We all knew it. But even Matty Ice had to be surprised by how quickly the House of Cards collapsed inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium. After the monumental implosion that sparked the legend of 28-3, the Falcons were never quite the same. Dan Quinn moved on. Julio Jones became a shell of his former self. Calvin Ridley found himself suspended for a full season for betting on his own games. So then, after the latest setback, which saw Deshaun Watson walk up to the Falcons' front door only to turn tail and run to Cleveland at the last second, Ryan's fate was sealed. But even more distressing than the Falcons' on-field situation is the financial quagmire they now find themselves sinking in. As you know, Atlanta will take a dead cap hit of $40.5 million, easily the largest waste of cap space in the history of the league, by just shy of $7 million. Not for nothing, Julio Jones is third on that same list, costing Atlanta $23.5 million in dead space when he was dealt to Tennessee. Because math, the Falcons have now committed to spend $64 million since last year on players who ultimately will try to beat them on any given Sunday. That's pretty depressing. What's impressive is the fact that the 30 clubs comprising Major League Baseball since the 99-day lockout lifted last week have spent a whopping, record-breaking $3.265 billion with a B on free agent signings across the league. That's a mind-numbing figure. I mean, honestly, try wrapping your mind around just how much money three and a quarter billion dollars actually is. Are you done? Okay, now come to the realization that almost all of the major league owners are worth two, three, four, or even five times more than that sum. I'm not here to talk baseball today, but that kind of spending spree is only possible because of the lack of a salary cap in the majors. Sure, it's been a pitcher's league for decades, but the money is shifting to the other side. The whole idea behind the salary cap is to level the playing field, to increase parity across the board, right? Yet the league that doesn't employ a salary cap is arguably seeing the most parity out of any of the big four, or the big five if you count the meteoric rise of major league soccer. It's all because the mega-wealthy owners are free to spend whatever they have to spend to get the pieces of the puzzle they need, as long as they can afford the luxury tax for spending too much. Why isn't the NFL following suit? 
One really good thing the NFL has going for it is that its CBA is locked in through 2030. No changes are on the table for the next seven seasons, which means owners and players alike have plenty of time to take a look around. In MLB, the highest paid players in the league are by and large star position players, not pitchers as they used to be. The NFL is still, obviously, a quarterback-driven league, especially as the dual-threat quarterback continues to become the status quo. The top five highest-paid players in the league right now? All quarterbacks, two of which have new homes for 2022. But what if the NFL either A, eliminated the salary cap altogether, or B, raised the cap to a universal ceiling across the league somewhere in the ballpark of, say, $500 million, an increase of almost $300 million over the 2022 maximum cap? Here's what would happen. It would still be a quarterback-driven league, obviously, because it takes a special breed to be an NFL quarterback. But two things would happen to the pieces surrounding these franchise quarterbacks. Number one, supporting players would become much more customized to fit a specific configuration. The first round of the draft would still be wildly important for adding crucial pieces to the roster, but free agency, just like in the majors, would basically become the floor of the NYSE. There will be high stakes wheeling and dealing happening faster than ever before as clubs identify exactly who they need to make the machine work, i.e. Stefan Diggs to Buffalo or the just-announced deal that landed Tyreek Hill in South Bay beach if a front office needs a specific player badly enough they can go get that player without fear of hitting the cap as long as they're willing to spend that kind of bread number two we'll see a lot more of athletic freak types like debo samuel bob miller and aaron donald and much fewer one-dimensional types like zeke elliott and matt breda it's similar to the Shohei Otani situation in the majors. As the talent level rises, so do the dollars. If you have a player who can truly do it all on their respective side of the ball, they're going to get paid for it. Guys who can already do that are getting paid. Lift the salary cap and watch those guys not only get paid what they're actually worth, but also watch as an influx of these scary types of athletes start pouring into the league. The NFL over the next seven years has a golden opportunity to change the way it does business. And by doing that, it will introduce a whole new era that will make everything up until now look like child's play. But what do I know? I'm not a hedge fund manager. I am Caleb Peak, and that's something to chew on. I gave you one of these in the first hour, uh, so we'll go ahead and give that one to start. And then I have two more that I didn't give you in the first hour. First one, the Charlotte Hornets are an eight and a half point favorite tonight against the road weary New York Knicks. I got 50 on it. The Knicks are thin anyway. They're not particularly good defensively, and there's no other firepower to keep up with Charlotte. Charlotte's so good offensively, and you take teams that can't take advantage of that, especially on the second night of a back-to-back. That one's easy to me. I got 50 on it. Charlotte Hornets minus the 8.5. Next, I got 50 on it. The Philadelphia 76ers are a 9.5-point favorite at the L.A. Lakers tonight. Without LeBron James, that team is terrible. No LeBron tonight. How exactly do they do you, does Vegas think they're going to stop Joel Embiid, who has been just a force of nature with James Harden on the floor? I got 50 on it. Philadelphia 76ers minus the nine and a half at the Lakers. Finally, you can call this one a uh, had a good night last night. We were perfect in five on it last night. We're over $300 up for the year. 
So I would get a little uh, aggressive with a guy like the White Forest Demon Deacons are a two and a half point dog tonight at Texas A&M in the NI. Well, at Madison Square Garden right. in the semifinal or quarterfinals of the NIT. I like Buzz Williams. I really do. But he's no Steve Forbes. And that team is so good. I hate that we didn't get to see him in March in the in the NCAA tournament. I think they're going to win the NIT. I might have a little side wager on that at BetUs.com. I got 50 on it. Wake Forest Moneyline beats Texas A&M tonight. Nice. All right. You can take all those wagers over to BetUs.com. BetUs.com is the website. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY and get 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in up to $2,500. And that game is in College Station. I looked at the bracket wrong. Okay. This is in College Station. Don't care. Wake Forest Moneyline. Dirty, perfect, shark back, flat. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! Let the hate flow through you. Oh, after hearing some details on that story, it is that mad opening it just it just it just rings it, true, doesn't it? It changes it, it just it? makes it hit a little different. <laughs> Speaking of things that hit a little different, there is very little in this life that irritates me more than this time of year. Because we get into pro days and all of a sudden all the work that people like me have done for the last nine months just goes out the window because look at Malik Willis in shorts. He threw to he moved right and he threw left. Who cares? He's in shorts with no one in his face. Why does any of this matter? I understand that we're in a part of the news cycle where stories are hard to come by. But now we got a new one. Matt Coral's 67 throw scripted workout. Oh, look how good he throws a deep Nobody ever doubted that. This is a glorified game of catch that we're sending Daniel Jeremiah and all these other TV crews to. Who cares? Stop taking these things to mean something that they don't. All the pro day is for is to see if they can run a script that they put together themselves. That's it. And you get the shot to maybe just have a little two-minute conversation on the side. That's all this is good for. And guess what? Those are the two things you aren't privy to. So you really shouldn't care. Right. I'm mad. Maybe. Shouldn't we have more like a, like, like, remember the Gruden quarterback camp? You remember the ESPN used to run those specials and he sit down in a film room with it? Maybe that should be more of the pro day for these quarterbacks oh you get a lot of that in the interviews that that's a lot of what they want to talk about is x's and those things that was the beauty of that and obviously you know it wouldn't be john gruden now but i do feel like sean payton uh would be a tremendous asset for a a network that wanted to do something like that Mm -hmm. amazon looking at you espn you know the ones we work for (laughs) looking right at you well i don't i mean amazon's just branching out they they made the official announcement today it's going to be Al Michaels joining Kirk Herbstreet in the booth for Thursday night football this upcoming season. So now we have a formidable Thursday night crew. We have a formidable Monday, Monday night, night crew. crew. Mm-hmm. Well, the is, what exactly is supposed to happen on Sunday night? Chris Collinsworth is just sitting here going, no, where's the next guy? It's Mike Tirico, right? Yeah. I don't have a problem with Tirico. I really don't. It's just you're, you're replacing Al Michaels. Right. He's fine. He's just very milk toast. Like he's, he doesn't. He did. You know, it's not. He doesn't bring a lot of flavor. I like Mike Tirico. I just get to hear him do a lot of Notre Dame games. So mm-hmm. it's. But I I want somebody who's crazy with him. I I, I it, you can't have two boring guys in the in the booth at the same time. 
And I feel like that's what you'd have with Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth. Probably Pat, what you're going to have, though. Pat McAfee. Oh, I'm I'm all the way in for that. Dan Patrick. Uh, Actually, he I, does this, the studio show. He should he should he should move over and do the color. Yeah, I don't think Dan has any interest in doing that. No, I'm sure he doesn't. Dan makes enough doing what we do. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's good to be the king, as they say. Uh, we will have uh, we we already have uh, up on the YouTube stream thesportsocracy.com. Click on that live video link. It'll take you to our latest video. No stream today, obviously, but we do have post-free agency, seven-round mock drafts. All of the AFC North teams came out uh, last night. Last night, And we'll have the NFC North coming out to you as soon as possible. We'll be doing each and every team on the stream. So do not forget to go to thesportsocracy.com, click that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. We will see you back here tomorrow at 3 right here on ESPN Asheville.